This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Item number, SCP-3728. Object class safe. Special containment procedures. All 231 instances of SCP-3728 are kept in a secure locker within Site-77. All tests involving SCP-3728 require Level 2, Approval, and are paraded. Each hammered are restricted to D-Class. D-Class subject to testing may only be struck with SCP-3728 a maximum of three times. Description. SCP-3728 are 231 large squeaky clown hammers produced by... Incorporated. Each hammer is composed of a long red shaft with several serrations and a double head, blue in coloration, with ringed edges. SCP-3728 is non-anomalous when used to strike most surfaces. SCP-3728's primary anomalous effect manifests when either of the two heads are used to strike a human subject. The head of the hammer will exert a random disproportionate force larger than that exerted, regardless of how hard the object is swung or in what manner its head makes contact with the human subject. SCP-3728's primary effect defies normal physical expectations, most especially when producing forces that would otherwise result in severe physical trauma. Repeated testing and physical measurements with equipment normally utilized in particle accelerators indicate the creation of a relativistic bubble around struck individuals, even at lower force impacts, which proportionally counteracts the most severe effects of high force strikes. It should be noted that this bubble does not appear to protect subjects from impact or collision with objects at such speeds that their molecules become intertwined. SCP-3728's secondary anomalous effects manifest approximately two minutes post-impact. Individuals will be rendered blind, deaf, or mute for a random period of time. The exact effect rendered and the exact duration have no correlation to any known factors other than the number of times an individual has been struck using a single hammer. SCP-3728's tertiary anomalous effect involves the amplification of the primary and secondary effects upon each successive strike with the object. Due to the highly erratic and potentially dangerous nature of the object's tertiary effects, further testing with D-Class has been limited to three strikes. See Experiment Log E-3728. Discovery. Foundation personnel became aware of SCP-3728 following repeated police reports involving a number of adults, adolescents, and children suffering from symptoms congruent with being struck by the object. Notable examples from these reports include the sudden disappearance of and fusion of individuals with solid objects, animals, or persons. Areas documented as having received a shipment of SCP-3728 also reported an increase of symptoms concurrent with the object's secondary effects. Foundation probes orbiting Neptune and its moons detected a number of corpses in the orbit of Triton shortly after discovery of these reports. All corpses with remaining distinguishable features have been identified as prior owners of instances of SCP-3728. 
further investigation by Foundation personnel traced SCP-3728 back to a single allotment of hammers produced by incorporated at a toy factory just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. Upon interrogation and record inspection, 32 previously undocumented employees were discovered to have clocked in each day during the week of SCP-3728's production. Cross-examination of public databases revealed that no individuals matching the names or physical descriptions of said employees existed. When questioned, factory floor managers indicated that said employees had worked at the site for the entirety of their employment history, while claiming no knowledge of the current status or whereabouts of said individuals. Analysis of receipts and financial records indicate that all 231 instances of SCP-3728 were sold to households containing two or more children aged 4 through 10. 51 of the objects were recovered at locations other than the indicated residence of said individuals, including two elementary schools, a public daycare center, and the children's wings of three separate hospitals. All individuals subject to or witness of SCP-3728's effects have been treated with Class A amnestics as per containment procedures. Experiment Log E-3728 The following section of this document contains all experiment logs relating to SCP-3728. It should be noted that all experiments occurred prior to current containment procedures in a standard testing chamber. Modifications to further testing protocols are noted at the end of each test. Prior to each experiment, the subject was equipped with a spatio-temporal absolute location key reader stalker device and a specially designed force meter. Form template, test name, operator, subject, number of times previously hit, instructions, result, test name, E3728-1, operator, D34501, subject, D35672, number of times previously hit, zero, instructions. D-34501 was instructed to strike D-35-6702 with SCP-3728 using a full swing. Result, D-35-6702 was subjected to a force equivalent to a small hand grenade. The resulting force incapacitated D-34501 while lifting D-35-6702 into the air roughly 12 centimeters and propelling her backwards 72 centimeters. Attempts to question D-35-6702 about her current physical condition were met with confusion and panic, resulting in the subject's sedation due to loss of hearing, which lasted for two hours and 17 minutes. A small dent was noted in the testing chamber floor. Test name, E-3728-2. Operator, D-34501. Subject, D-35-6702. Number of times previously hit. One. Instructions. D-34501 was instructed to tap D-35-6702 with SCP-3728. Result. D-35-6702's relativistic bubble collides with the northernmost wall of the testing chamber following the tap. The subject's force meter registered an exertion equivalent to the impact of a 155mm howitzer shell resulting in a concussive blast which killed D-34501 upon impact. D-35-6702 attempted to respond to post-testing questioning but was unable to form words resulting in a series of grunts and distressed squeals. Loss of speech lasted 15 days. 
testing was temporarily halted due to severe damage to the floor, ceiling, and walls of the testing chamber, and to remove the remnants of D-34501. Subject displayed mild signs of physical trauma, including slight bruising. Following this, future tests were conducted using a remote-controlled robotic arm. The testing chamber was upgraded with blast-resistant materials composed of reinforced concrete. Test name E3728-3 Operator Robotic arm by Level 2 Researcher Dr. O'Brien Subject D356702 Number of times previously hit 2 Instructions Dr. O'Brien's was instructed to strike D-35-6702 with SCP-3728 using a half-swing. Results SCP-3728's testing facility was destroyed in a concussive blast. Security footage, stored electronic force meter readings, and recorded stalker measurements have allowed personnel to reconstruct the events which lead to the destruction of the facility. D-356702 came in contact with SCP-3728's head, which promptly unleashed a force of 10 million newtons, enough force to propel a 100 kilograms individual to escape velocity. Launching D-356702 through the facility's walls, shortly before the explosive force destroyed them, five research personnel and 32 D-class were killed in the resulting blast. Due to her immediate ejection from the atmosphere, it is currently not known what physical trauma D-356702 suffered post-strike. Life sign monitoring indicated that the heart monitoring system was destroyed upon impact. However, brainwave tracking indicated continued activity for approximately three hours post-atmospheric escape. Current stalker readings have pinpointed D-356702's corpse in orbit around Jupiter. Following this test, a specialized facility was constructed using materials harvested from d and d under the belief that such materials would be sufficient to prevent further explosive events when testing with SCP-3728. Test name, E-3728-4 and 5. Operator, robotic arm by level 2 researcher Dr. Samuels. Subject, D-368210 and D-367739. Number of times previously hit. Instructions. Dr. Samuels was instructed to strike both D-Class with SCP-3728 at full swing. Result test 04. D-368210 was struck first, after having been secured to the testing facility floor following violent protest. The subject's force meter was unable to quantify the resulting force, and D-368210 vanished upon impact. No significant damages to the facility or nearby personnel were noted, though a number of individuals in Site-77's primary compound complained of headaches and reported a tingling feeling at the time of testing, with one member of the janitorial staff having reported a blur. D-368210 was later located three kilometers from Site-77 in a large rock formation. The subject had become fused with the rocks at the knees and was suffering from several concussions and complete macular degeneration before being removed via amputation. Result test 05. D-367739 was struck with SCP-3728, at which point an aberration in the known pattern of force direction occurred. The subject experienced a force of 100 newtons from behind pushing them onto the robotic arm and the head of the hammer. D-367739 and the hammer became fused and dematerialized. 
Current stalker readings indicate D367739's presence at all locations within a one light year radius. For test six, a speedometer capable of measuring velocities approaching and exceeding the speed of light was attached to the subject. Test name, E3728-6. Operator, robotic arm by level two. Researcher, Dr. Samuels. Subject, D456692. Number of times previously hit. Eight. Instructions. Dr. Samuels was instructed to tap D456692 with SCP-3728. Results. D456692 was forcibly strapped to the floor of the testing chamber after repeated violent protests, at one point knocking out a member of security. Upon contact with the hammer's head, the force meter was unable to properly quantify the exerted force and promptly shorted out. The speedometer registered a velocity of for 0.1 seconds before it also stopped producing measurements. Stalker readings failed 0.2 seconds following physical contact. Despite this, D456692 remained visible within the chamber and was assumed unharmed and still present. However, when personnel entered the chamber and attempted to interact with D456692, they discovered that the subject and his restraints were no longer present. Instead, the apparent visual image of the subject separated into a blue and red shifted visual remnant. An initial sweep of Site 77 was unable to locate the subject, resulting in a second sweep covering an area two light years in diameter, centered around the Earth, which also failed to locate D456692. Further testing with D-Class has been suspended to a maximum of three strikes. Site Director Gillespie, update June 13, 17. D-456692 was located by elements of multi-U in designated alternate universe, U-1135. A parallel universe home to a biological entity known to assimilate any and all organic matter it comes in contact with. Reports indicate that D-456692 appeared approximately one week after being struck and was detected by a Foundation probe. Investigation into the temporal effects of SCP-3728 are ongoing.